This is The Real American View. Of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members. She just came out in the open with CNN and said how we need to be deprogrammed. The American people need to be deprogrammed because why? I'm not really following the reason behind that statement, Hillary. And I'm not really even sure how you're even going to do that. I'm sure y'all have a plan. However, we're not a cult. We just live by morals and values. And we just want our country to be safe and protected. People like you. And when Donald Trump wasn't, when he was the president, there there was nothing going on. There was nothing wrong with anything. Everything was just smooth sailing for the most part, except for whenever you guys were attacking him constantly left and, left and right. And you haven't quit attacking the man. I don't know what it is. Is it because you guys are just jealous of him? I mean, I know he's got a beautiful wife. He's got a, he's got beautiful kids. He's not a really stupid man. I mean, look at, he's a businessman. Look at what he's done for himself. I'm not saying he's a perfect man because there's no such thing except for Jesus Christ. He's the only perfect man. Real name, Yeshua. Hey, at least he takes care of his kids and his wife gets the job done. Because from what it looks like, most of you men can't do that. At least that's what I've witnessed in my life. I'm not saying that there's men out, that all you men don't do that. Because I know that there are some that do. I'm married to one. And, and, and for you to say that we need to be deprogrammed and that we're cold. I mean, I've even heard you say something like, I love sacrifice night. Something like that. Could have sworn I heard you say that, Hillary. But we're the cults. We're, we're a, a cult or whatever you you called us. And we need to be deprogrammed. So I'm back, you guys, here with The Real American View. And today I'm going to discuss how the FBI is saying that the Trump supporters are a terrorist group. I'm not really sure why they're saying that we're a terrorist group when, in fact, they're the ones that are terrorizing everybody. Putting people in jail for no reason, raiding people's homes, killing people. I mean, I've been reading about reports about that too. I think I even talked about it in one of my podcasts. I, I can't remember. It just blows my mind that somebody like Hillary Clinton is still even talking on CNN or wherever, you know? There's a bunch of questions that haven't been answered by these people. And they're going to go around and say how we need to be deprogrammed. Why do I need to be deprogrammed? What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with me. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate people saying that, especially people where people that have just stole a bunch of money from the poor and gave it over to their daughter so they could have a, a huge, expensive million dollar wedding. And then a bunch of kids came up missing on your watch. And then you go around and say how you love sacrifice night. Why do you get to tell us that we need to be deprogrammed? What gives you that right? You really should be losing your rights and you should be in prison. All of you should to be deprogrammed. It's insulting. I would never in my life ever, ever hurt somebody. Not intentionally. I'm not in a cult. I don't have any sacrifice nights. And for you to go around and say that I need to be deprogrammed is just, it's just rude. I have some articles I want to go over with you guys and discuss how somehow we're being labeled as a terrorist group. I've never protested. I've never rioted. I've never done anything. I just stay in my house. 
Um, I would never hurt anybody. I would never kill myself. I'm just throwing all of this out there. I don't have the heart for that. It's really sad what's going on in the world right now with Israel and Gaza. They shouldn't have did that to Israel. I'm just not sure why they thought they were going to get away with that. I'm not even sure what happened there. But I know that it's always been like that between these these brothers, these half-brothers. And I'm just going to go off a topic just for a minute because that's like what's going on right now in, in the headlines. And it's upsetting everyone. And I stand with Israel. I love Yeshua. I love Yahweh. He's the only father that I've ever had in my entire life. God. He's been the one to guide me and turn me around, pick me back up. It's always been him the whole entire time. And that's his land and that's his people. And I don't care what anybody thinks about what I'm about to say. It's not right that people are dying, but they should not have done that to them. That's what they get. I'm so sorry that you guys have to go through that because your leaders are stupid. They shouldn't have done that to Israel. What did you think was going to happen? And when that happened, you guys should have fled out of there. They gave you plenty of time to leave. But now you want to now you want to cry like a victim when you guys are the victimizers? No. Mm -mm. It doesn't work that way, you see? You can't bully people. It's bullies never win. And that's what you did. You bullied them. You thought you had something and you didn't have anything. You hurt those people over there. You killed their families. Apparently you killed their babies, chopped their heads off. Who does that? Who chops babies' heads off? Come on. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm not perfect. I really try to be, though, because I just think that's the best way to, to live, which, in my opinion, is just a monogamous marriage. Build, build your little kingdom up and have your kids and then your grandkids and so on and so forth. Ten Commandments, the law of God. And now we have these prophets that get involved or in the middle of these religions. You got they say Yeshua is a prophet, but we already know he's not. He's I mean, he is. He's everything. He's the one that died for for us on the cross. And then we talk over over here. We talk about Mohammed, and Mohammed is the false prophet. It's so obvious to me, and I'm sure it's obvious to some of you too. You guys are my family. I mean, my eternal family. You got this. It's like this. You got Yeshua, and you got Mohammed. And yes, Mohammed's gonna be there on Judgment Day, and so is Yeshua. And this is the difference between these two men okay yeshua was perfect he did no sin he was half human half god he was born from a virgin and he walked a very righteous life the women loved him they never seen a man like him before especially during that time can you imagine and he's a he was very special a very special man and um he was the light of the world nothing but love came out off of him pure love good love he was teaching us to turn the other cheek. He was teaching us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. He was the greatest teacher of all times. And it, and it shocked everybody how he was. And he had the biggest following, and he still does to this very day, than anyone. Everybody knows who Yeshua is. So then we come over here to Mohammed. I'm not sure if everybody knows who Mohammed is. For, for some reason, they just love that name, I guess. I would never name my son, Mohammed, especially knowing what this man did. He married a six-year-old little girl, and then he deflowered her when she was nine. And that's what he teaches. So you've got these men. You're either following Yeshua or you're following Mohammed. Can't follow both. Yeshua says, leave the kids alone. Mohammed says, go ahead and you marry them when they're six years old and then rape them when they're nine. 
poor girl. The women loved Jesus, boy. We still love him. He's the he's my number one man. He's my number one. Do you think that they love Mohammed? Do you really think that? You've got the clean, you've got the unclean. You've got the circumcised, you got the uncircumcised. And that's what it boils down to. And now it's coming to a head. It has to. It, this has to end all of this pedophilia. I don't care what you think about it. It's disgusting. Stop doing that. And they're not going to because we just continue to allow it to happen, right? Anyways, we're not talking about that. I'm going way off subject. I'm going to stop talking about that. Maybe I'll bring that subject up some other day. I don't know. Maybe not. And just my own personal opinion. And it's just an opinion. I do believe we are in World War III. I've been thinking that since COVID. I haven't really been paying attention a whole lot to like worldly news up until, I don't know. My husband has, but I haven't. I've just been kind of in survival mode, just trying to feed my children and stay afloat and try to survive this. And I never questioned it until, I don't know, six or seven years ago, because it doesn't make sense. And, and now it's starting to make sense, but it doesn't make sense while, why these people just get away with what they do. We can say they're getting away with it when they're really not getting away with anything. Anyways, let's go back to what I was talking about earlier about FBI and how they're saying that the mega movement is a war terrorist. I have plenty of things here that like there's a lot of news articles that came out not that long ago. It was like a day or two ago. Like here's one. Trump suggests FBI halt investigation. Is the FBI turning Trump supporters into terrorist targets? This is coming from the New York Post. This was written and uh, published October 5th of 2023. Today is October 10th of 2023. The FBI has created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. It's targeting strident Republicans with some of the same counterterrorism methods honed to fight al-Qaeda. Donald Trump supporters are now in the FBI terrorist investigation crosshairs, according to a new report in Newsweek. The agency has created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. It's targeting strident Republicans with some of the same counterterrorism methods honed to fight al-Qaeda. Federal bureaucrats heaved together a bunch of letters to contrive an ominous new acronym for the latest peril to domestic tranquility. The results, agave, anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremism, which looks like a typo for a sugar substitute. The great majority of the FBI current anti-government investigations are of Trump supporters, William Arkin, a highly respected investigative journalist reported in Newsweek. The FBI recently vastly expanded the supposed agave peril by broadening suspicion from furtherance of ideological agendas to further a political and a and or social agendas. Anyone who has an agenda different from Team Biden could be agaved for his own good. The Biden administration is vilifying anti-government opinions at the same time judges are exposing federal crimes. Federal court decisions in July and September condemned the Biden censorship regime, and those rulings were preceded by Supreme Court decisions striking down President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness scheme and vaccine mandates. 
But Biden, but team Biden still presumes anyone who suspects the feds are violating the Constitution is up to no good. The FBI is required to have or claim to have solid information before launching a criminal investigation, but the Bureau needs almost zero information to open an assessment. The FBI conducted more than 5,500 domestic terrorism assessments in 2021, a tenfold increase since 2017 and a 50-fold increase since 2013. Assessments are the closest thing to domestic spying that exists in America and generally not talked about by the Bureau, Arkin noted. Those assessments could prove perilous because the official demand for terrorists far exceeds the domestic supply, a top federal official told Newsweek last year. We've become too prone to labeling anything we don't like as extremism and then any extremist as a terrorist. So I'm going to stop right there. I'm not quite understanding why they're saying that, first off. And why are you spying on us to begin with? Leave us alone. We're not extremists. We're not violent. I mean, Antifa is. Black Lives Matter is. All the groups that you guys fund are. FBI, you go just kill people for no reason. I guess because they said something you didn't like. You guys are the ones that seem extreme to me. You got caught. By whatever it is you guys have been doing, the Weinstein laptop, the the Hunter Biden laptop, I mean, all, all of that. And I'm sure there's probably other things that, you know, these people have seen on whatever it is you're doing online. I, I don't know. I just don't. I, I've seen things that y'all been doing and it's really disturbing. I can't sit there and accuse you guys of things because I never like witnessed that. But I know what I have witnessed in my in my life. I know that there's a real enemy out there because, because I, I mean, some people, they just have like these smooth sailing lives, but some people just don't, you know? And I know, like I said, I know what I've seen. I, I, even as a child, I remember I was there and then I, I know what I witnessed as an adult as well. So I know it's real. I know that evil exists. I know there's evil spirits because that's what this is. It's a spiritual war. That's why I, I went and I said what I said earlier in this because it really is i'm not saying all people that are in gaza are like that there's you know i'm not saying that but it does have everything to do with your religion people are very religious and you're allowing that in you in your heart that's your spirit and that's that's what you're doing it's no secret that you guys um the way you treat your women as far as like setting their faces on fire, raping them if they show a little piece of skin. Like it's not a secret how you are. Listen, I know like we could sit there and say, oh, well, what about these men over here? I mean, let's just let's just get real here. Everybody has a spiritual warfare and things that they're fighting against. And some people just stay like that. They stay sick, twisted and just not right. They just do. They don't get to get cleaned out and repent and get God. God don't like them, maybe. Maybe that's why. I don't know. And I'm talking about the God that I serve, Yahweh, my Heavenly Father. I'm not talking about Allah, okay? And yeah, there's a difference on the the music you listen to, to the books you read, if you even read any, to the type of people you even surround yourselves. There's something with all of that. I mean, I know my environment was awful at one point. I surrounded myself in an awful environment. 
people, places, and, and things, it really does matter. And unfortunately, some people can't get away from that. That's just how they've been brought up. That's how they live. They live in little huts. They barely eat, but it's normal to them. Anyways, I'm going off subject again. Um, let's just go back to the article. The House Weaponization of the Federal Government Subcommittee warns that the FBI appears to be complicit in artificially supporting the administration's political narrative, that domestic violent extremism is the greatest threat facing the United States. FBI whistleblower Steve Friend complained of current FBI leadership. There is this belief that half the country are domestic terrorists and we can't have a conversation with them. There is a fundamental belief that unless you are voicing what we agree, you are the enemy. Did the Biden administration secretly want Newsweek to vindicate the fears of legions of Trump supporters? So let's let's just think about this. I mean, at one point, I, I just I didn't understand the things that I understand now. I would go around and when I found out about like 9-11 and Fast and Furious bill clinton like just when i started finding out things you know i was so upset and i was on fire i was telling everybody what i knew and and sometimes i would tell i would talk about things like that to people that already knew what i was talking about but they thought i was crazy for even talking about it and i didn't understand why they thought that i just didn't get it but then after a while i understand now i mean they like to kill you they will kill you they don't they don't like you saying something that you know that they don't agree with they will they just don't care. They're heartless. That's the difference between having Yahweh in your life and not you're heartless. There's no heart there. There's no spirit there. Because you can't, you, who cares? I mean, y'all are sitting there saying how we're the enemy when you're the ones that have all the power and you're the ones killing every dang old buddy. Kidnapping kids. Kids are coming up missing on your watch constantly. You're saying we need to be deprogrammed. We're not even doing anything wrong. We're allowed to have a voice. I would never, not once ever in my life hurt somebody. I just can't do it. It's not, it's just not in me to do that. But now I understand, you know, why people are scared because they're afraid of you guys. They're afraid to speak, speak up and tell you that we see you, you know, because we do. It's not, it's not a secret how you guys are. And it really has never been. It's just, I think I said this before in another podcast, we're just in tech age. There's been people that have been around the country. I mean, about around the world. And seen things but now it's there's so much video footage and eyes in the sky everywhere there's no like getting away with anything especially when you download it on laptops but listen y'all are, are getting away with stuff and and you're going to continue to until something gives i don't i really don't know i don't understand it myself at least give those kids back that went missing in haiti you know where'd they go where'd them kids go that was on your watch hillary remember those kids in haiti I mean, our country, we lost America. We've lost America for a while now. We've just been in a, in a bubble. Some of y'all are still in a bubble. It's really sad what's happening in the world. Innocent people are dying. That's what makes it so, like, just sad. Nobody deserves deserves it, you know? But then you can look at it like this if, if you really wanted to. That's how I cope is as soon as I die, I'm instantly with God and... I'll be in I'll be in the place where I'm supposed to be and where I'm meant to be because here it's just a hurtful place to be. I'm doing this podcast because I'm able to talk about this stuff and you know so me and my husband we talk about stuff like this all the time and then it just helps. 
I'm not crazy. I just feel for people. I can't help it. And for somebody like Hillary saying we need to be deprogrammed is upsetting. Hillary, it's upsetting. Back to the article. Perhaps those assessments are repeating a tactic used against Vietnam War protesters. FBI agents were encouraged to conduct frequent interviews with anti-war activists to enhance the paranoia endemic in such circles and get the point across that there is an FBI agent behind every mailbox, according to an FBI memo from that era. I had a customer that came in. I, it kind of just made me think of this conversation because this conversation just took place like yesterday or the day before that he was drafted. This was an older man, obviously, but he was drafted. He had to go, drafted to this war, the Vietnam War, and he didn't want to go, but he was forced to go over there. And they even took him to court because he had to kill people um, to protect himself. And apparently, so they took him over to the military court. He got in trouble for that because he was told by the government that we are not to shoot any of these people and not kill any of them. We shouldn't have been over there. I really don't know what happened with that war. I have not even done any research on it whatsoever. But, I mean, it's probably a war we shouldn't have been over. And they actually, like, forced these people to go over there. And, of course, they're going to have to kill to protect themselves. What are they supposed to do? Like, it's just mind-blowing, you know, things you just hear from people. Anyways, the more paranoid Trump supporters become, the easier it will be for Team Biden to portray them as public menaces. Biden's war on extremism could become a self-fulfilling prophecy that destroys American political legitimacy, an official in the Office of Director of National Intelligence laminated. So we have the president increasing his own inflammatory rhetoric, which leads Donald Trump and the Republicans to do the same. And the media follows suit. Biden is exempt from official suspicion, even when he denounced Republicans as fascists who want to destroy democracy, yet if Republicans sound equally overheated, Biden's FBI has pretext to target them. Will the FBI's interventions in the 2024 presidential election be even more brazen than its 2016 and 2020 stunt? Will the agency exploit its assessments to recruit knuckleheads to engage in another pre-election Keystone Cops plot to kidnap a governor as it did in Michigan in 2020? New crackdowns on purported extremists are especially perilous when FBI seems to stand for following Biden's instructions. A 1976 Senate report on FBI abuses warned. The American people need to be assured that never again will an agency of the government be permitted to conduct a secret war against those citizens it considers threats to the established order. Unfortunately, Americans may not learn the damning details of another FBI secret war until long after the next election so that's just one article assessment secret team biden the fbi conducted more than 5500 domestic terrorism assessments in 2021 a tenfold since 2017 and a 50-fold since increase since 2013 i'm going to pull another article out we're going to read that one too exclusive donald trump followers targeted by fbi's 2024 election nears this article was written on October 4th, 2023 at 5 a.m. Uh, by William M. Arkin, Newsweek magazine. The federal government believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 U.S. presidential election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter. Exclusive. Donald Trump followers targeted by FBI as 2024 election nears. The federal government believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances 
around the 2024 U.S. presidential election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremist that it seeks to track and counter Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. The challenge of the Federal Bureau of Investigations, the primary federal agency charged with law enforcement, is to pursue and prevent what it calls domestic terrorism without direct reference to political parties or affiliations, even though the vast majority of its current anti-government investigations are of Trump supporters, according to classified data obtained by Newsweek. The FBI is in an almost impossible position, says a current FBI official, who requested amnity to discuss highly sensitive internal matters. The official said that the FBI is intent on stopping domestic terrorism and any repeat of the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. But the Bureau must also preserve the constitutional right of all Americans to campaign, speak freely, and protest the government. By focusing on former President Trump and his MAGA Make America Great Again supporters, the official said the barrel runs the risk of provoking the very anti-government activists that the terrorism agencies hope to counter, especially at a time when the White House is facing congressional Republican oppositions claiming that the Biden administration has weaponized the bureau against the right wing. It has to tread very carefully, says the official. Newsweek spoke to over a dozen current or former government officials who specialize in terrorism in a three-month investigation to understand the current domestic security landscape and to elevate what President Joe Biden's administration is doing about what it calls domestic terrorism. Most requested amnesty because they were not authorized to talk publicly, were reluctant to stray into partisan politics or feared the repercussions of speaking frankly. Newsweek has also reviewed secret FBI and Department of Homeland Security data that track incident threats, investigations, and cases to try to build a better picture. While experts agree that the current partisan environment is charged and uniquely dangerous with the threat not only of violence but in the most extreme scenarios, possibly civil war. Many also question whether terrorism is the most effective way to describe the problem or that the methods of counterterrorism developed over the past decade in response to al-Qaeda and other Islamist groups constitute the most fruitful way to craft domestic solutions. Let's just not forget that we have open borders and that there is no telling who is coming in this country right now. They're just letting everybody in. And when you see like the the footage, you just see nothing but young men. And then, like I said, there's mosque everywhere and it does have something to do with your spirit and it does have something to do re with religion. It's definitely a religious war and it's coming to our country. It's here. As a matter of fact, it's been here for quite some time. And, you know, the way I look at it is we've got everything so messed up. It's like we don't even know what what we who we worship because if we knew Yahweh, if we if we if we because you can you can definitely find out who he is definitely for sure and what he likes and what he just doesn't like then maybe that would change your way of looking at things a little bit i know what he likes and what he doesn't like and i i'm sorry but that's that is who i fear i don't fear men i mean y'all men are very scary you're very strong you're very smart my goodness um but the lord's got me you know and he he's got me from away from you men it hasn't been very pleasant to be around you guys however I'm not going to sit here and bash men because not all men are bad. 
they're not. I've seen good ones. I, I admire a few of you out there that I've seen. Totally admire you. And if you ever listen to this, you're, you're going to know who you are. I'm not going to say who you are. There's not very many of you that I admire. But I don't know every single man on the planet Earth, so I'm not going to go there. But I do not fear men. No, I don't. I fear the Lord. It's his way or no way. That's how I look at it. And we've allowed this... We've allowed our enemy into this country. We've sold our enemy. We've sold our country over to our enemy that we actually fought and won. And then somehow they still took over. And now we have mosques everywhere. And now there's, you know, Muslims, extremists running around our country. Believe me, they are. As a matter of fact, when I worked for the unemployment office, I was talking to somebody. He was like, I have PTSD and it's really hard for me to keep a job. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, why? What's what happened, you know? Well, when I went to work on my way inside the, my job, my coworker was chopping my other coworker's head off and I got blood all over me and I just witnessed all of that and it's traumatizing. I mean, that's what's going on in our country, guys. It's, it, it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. We're the ones that need to be deprogrammed. We are. The ones that want to make America great again. And listen, America hasn't been all that great. We've been in a delusion. We've been in a little bubble. You know, we've been allowing these people to run the show, believing what they say. Oh, it sounds so good. Everything. Okay, we'll vote for you. You're you're reading a Bible scripture. They know how to fool you. The enemy knows you. So we're not terrorists. We love our country. We have a great country. It's just really sad that it's coming to this. People have way too much control over other people. And one thing I I just don't understand is whenever they kill us all off, who are they going to who's going to be left to bully and kill? Is it going to be are they just going to start killing each other off? I mean, what are they going to do? Or or we're we just going to have robot babies. They want to kill all the babies. They want to have sacrifice nights. They kill people whoever gets in their way, they're dead. Don't you get in their way or I'm going to kill you. I'll just say you die, you killed your own self. They rape because they, they can get away with it. They're allowed to rape women. It's okay. It's really not. It's not okay to do that. You should never rape a, a woman. That's not very nice. You should never sexually abuse a child. That's really disgusting. And sacrifice nights, get real. You guys just seem like you're so evil to me. And then you want to get around. You want to go around and you want to say we need to be deprogrammed. Okay. All right. Let me just finish reading the article. The current political environment is not something that the FBI is necessarily responsible for, nor should it be, says Brian Michael Jenkins, one of the world's leading terrorism experts and scenario advisor to the president of the Rand Corporation. In a statement to Newsweek, the FBI said the threat posed by domestic violent extremists is persistent, evolving, and deadly. The FBI's goal is to detect and stop terrorist attacks, and our focus is on potential criminal violations, violence, and threats of violence. Anti-government or anti-authority violent extremism is one category of domestic terrorism, as well as one of the FBI's top threat priorities. Th th then, why, then why did you guys go and raid the president's house? Why did you do that? Why is there stories going around how you guys are killing people because of something they said on social media? I mean, it's just, it's, it's getting to be ridiculous. The FBI further said, we are committed to protecting the safety and constitutional rights of all Americans and will never open an investigation based solely on First Amendment protected activity, including a person's political beliefs or affiliations. Whatever. That is such a lie. The White House declined to comment. The Trump campaign was given an opportunity to comment but did not so from the president down the biden administration has presented trump and mega as an extreme from the president down the biden administration has presented trump and mega as an existential 
threat to American democracy and talked up the risk of domestic terrorism and violence associated with the 2024 election campaign. Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans are a threat to the very soul of this country, President Biden tweeted last September, the first time that he explicitly singled out the former president MAGA. Republicans aim to question not only the legitimacy of past elections, but elections being held now and into the future, Biden said. Biden's Homeland Security Advisor Liz Sherwood Randall said, The use of violence to pursue political ends is a profound threat to our public safety and national security. It is a threat to our national identity, our values, our norms, our rule of law, our democracy. For Attorney General Merrick Garland, attacks by domestic terrorists are attacks on all of us collectively aimed at rending the fabric of our democratic society and driving us apart. You guys are driving yourselves apart because y'all look crazy. Look what ha- look what's happening over in New York. That's ridiculous. So the taxpayers now have to pay for these people that just came from nowhere, pay for their living expenses, their food, their everything. Because, you know, the economy is doing so well right now, you know? Everybody's making so much money. Like, we can really do that. We're, how are these people that they're they're paying for where are they going to start working at like what's going to happen with these people they just get to live like um like they're high and mighty in some like luxury hotel in new york i mean it's kind of sad what's happening to those people but that wasn't that's not our fault we didn't i didn't want to do that i didn't tell those people to come over here where the, where are these people going to go where's all these people going to go to mosque maybe some catholic church churches out there somewhere i don't freaking know where are they going to go you guys and Biden, you know, the crap he's been pulling the second he got into the White House, the second when he stole the White House, because we already know he's not supposed to be in there. All the human trafficking going on is just so god awful. Shouldn't be treating people that way. That's not the way to treat people at all. Females, children, it's messed up. You guys are nothing but a bunch of bullies. I mean, you guys have people in jail because they wouldn't lie for you. So you gave them 20 years in prison. These are people's lives that you're taking. All because you're trying to cover up your own bullshit. Though the FBI's data shows a dip in the numbers of investigations since the slew of January 6th cases ended. FBI Director Christopher Wray still says that the breach of the Capitol building was not an isolated event. And the threat is not going away anytime soon. They let them people in there. I mean, I saw the video footage. I know, I know y'all seen it too. They just let those cops let those people into that Capitol. They did. In a joint report to the Congress this June, the Bureau and the Department of Homeland Security say that threats from DVEs, domestic violent extremists, have increased in the last two years and any further increases in threats likely will correspond to potential flashpoints such as high-profile elections and campaigns or continuous current events. The FBI and DHS report concludes social political developments such as narratives of fraud in the recent general election, the emboldening impact of the violent breach of the U.S. Capitol, conditions related to the COVID-19 pandemic and conspiracy theories promoting violence, will almost certainly spear some domestic terrorists to try to engage in violence. The threats listed in that paragraph are all clearly associated with America's right and in particular with Trump's MAGA supporters. Right after January 6th, the FBI co-authored a restricted report, Domestic Violence, Domestic Violence Extremist Emboldened in Aftermath of Capital Breach, Elevated Domestic Terrorism, Threat of Violence Likely Amid Political Transitions and Beyond, in which it shifted the definition of agave, 
anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremism. From further furtherance of ideological agendas to furtherance of political and or social agendas, for the first time, such groups could be so labeled because of their politics. It was a subtle change, little noticed, but a gigantic departure for the Bureau. Trump and his army of supporters were acknowledged as a distinct category of domestic violent extremists, even as the FBI was saying publicly that political views were never a part of its criteria to investigate or prevent domestic terrorism. Like once again, I'm not a violent person. I've never thought in my life to go be violent towards somebody. I could never set somebody up. I just can't do that. I don't have the heart for that. I don't know where they're coming off with saying that. And I know if that's how I am, I know all these other people are like that too. I don't, well, I don't see any violence going on in, in my environment. I don't see any threats. But what I do, what I, what I did read about is how the mosque over in Tampa was celebrating how, you know, Hamas went over to Israel and blew them up. They were celebrating that. It was such a celebration, you know. But hey, let's not worry about that. Let's just worry about the MAGA movement, the Trump supporters. Where the FBI sees threats is also plain from the way it categorizes them, a system which on the surface is designed to appear nonpartisanism. This shifted subtly days after the events of January 6th when it comes to what the Bureau calls Ogabe. We cannot and do not investigate ideology, a senior FBI official reassured the press after January 6th. We focus on individuals who commit or intend to commit violence or criminal activity that constitute a federal crime or poses a threat to national security. I mean, so you basically, you pick somebody out that you don't like and you set them up. Because we know you have the power to do that, FBI. We know you do. We know you can just do whatever you want because that's what you've been doing. But the FBI went further in October 2022 when it created a new sub subcategory, Agave Other, of those who of those who were a threat but not fit into its anarchist, militia, or sovereign citizen groups. Introduced without any announcement and reported here for the first time, the new classification is officially defined as domestic violence extremists who cite anti-government or anti-authority motivations for violence or criminal activity not otherwise defined, such as individuals motivated by a desire to commit violence against those with a real or perceived association with a specific political party or a faction of a specific political party. Though Trump and MAGA are never mentioned in the official description of Agave, other government insiders acknowledge that it applies to political violence ascribed to the former president's supporters. What other name could we use? Ask one FBI officer who spoke with Newsweek and who defends what he says is merely a record-keeping change in response to congressional pressure to track things better. Obviously, if Democratic Party supporters resort to violence, it agave other would apply to them as well. It doesn't matter that there is a low likelihood of that. So yes, in practical terms, it refers to MAGA, though the carefully constructed language is wholly nonpartisan. In its statement to Newsweek, the FBI said that the agave threat includes anarchist, violent extremists, militia, violent extremists, sovereign citizen, violent extremists, and other violent extremists. So are you talking about Antifa or Black Lives Matter? Because that's the only violent extremists I've seen since I've been in this country my whole entire life. Some of whom are motivated by a desire to harm those with a real or perceived association with a political party or faction. Another senior intelligence 
official who requested amnesty. Anyways, I'm going to post this. You guys can read the rest of it. Um, it's just a really long article. Uh, I have another article I'm going to go over and discuss. So I have to take a break. Confusion going on in the world today with the climate crisis to the FBI and all their lies to the system and how backwards and screwed up that is. Believe me, if anybody hates the system, it's me. The system knows me very well. I'm an open book. It's not that hard to figure out who I am. The enemy knows me. They've been trying to destroy me since I was a baby. So I really don't care. Doing these podcasts are a bit challenging for me. However, I just hate the system more than anything. And if the FBI is part of that, then I hate you, FBI, because all you do is lie about everything. There is this article here. It's the headlines is Justice Department and House Republicans and standoff over FBI witness testimony. It was published October 5th and by Annie Grayer and Evan Perez, CNN, CNN politics. The Justice Department has directed an FBI special agent not to testify before the Republican led House Judiciary Committee in a dispute over the agent's request to have both his personal lawyer and a Justice Department attorney present during his disposition a source familiar with the, the matter tells CNN. In a letter obtained exclusively by CNN, the department on Wednesday accused the Republican-led committee of needless escalation of a routine matter as the Biden administration and House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan and a Republican battle over GOP claims that the FBI played a role in social media suppressing a story about Hunter Biden's laptop in 2020. At issue is whether Elvis Chain, an FBI special agent whose work focuses on cybersecurity and foreign influence on social media, can be forced to be deposed before Congress without being accompanied by both a Justice Department attorney and his personal lawyer. It's ridiculous that it even has to come down to this. Um, There's too much evidence, there's too much proof that this man right here was controlling a lot of information that should have been coming out to the American, the American people. Why did he do that? I wonder, you know, he's the FBI. There's no telling. They just do nothing. They, they do nothing but lie to us about everything. And I mean, they're Chinese masters. It's the Chinese. It's the communist. It's the infiltration of our government, intelligence agencies, um, Justice Department. They, they're there running the place. I mean, I I remember whenever we seen Joe Biden win the presidency. Remember, he had his Chinese friends with him behind beside him at all times. They wouldn't even leave his side. We can thank the Biden administration for that. This is the first time since Republicans took over the House this year that the DOJ has directed an employee not to appear before Congress under subpoena, opening the door for the committee to move forward with holding Chain in contempt of Congress. Everything is on the table for Mr. Chain, including contempt. Judiciary spokesperson Russell Dye told CNN. In its letter to the committee, DOJ argues that under the law, government employees are allowed to be accompanied by agency attorneys during a congressional disposition. The letter says that Chain would not cooperate with the panel's subpoena unless a DOJ attorney is allowed to accompany him along with his personal attorney. But the Republican-led committee claims that under House rules, Chain did not cannot have both counsels present for a a deposition. 
A line included in House Judiciary Rules stipulates that a witness may be accompanied at a, a deposition by two designated personal non-governmental attorneys to advise them of their rights. That rule contradicts a 2019 legal memo from the Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel stating that Congress may not constitutionally prohibit agents, agency counsel from accompanying agency employees called to testify about matters that potentially involve information protected by executive privilege. You guys just don't really seem like you even know what you're doing over there. I mean, the, the, the government is just so, it's just so, it's like a twilight zone watching you guys. It's really upsetting. The, the dispute could set up a separation of powers standoff over which takes precedent House Rules of Justice Department legal opinion. Chain is the first DOJ witness trying to bring both agency and personal counsel to an interview under this Congress, but there are many examples of this happening in the last Congress when the House was under Democratic control. Of course, because you guys are just, you guys have so much power. You're allowed to change the rules whenever it, it, it benefits you and what you're doing. That's not how it goes. The rules are the rules. I mean, I know, I know, I get it. That's why the system is so screwed up. Believe me, I know all about how screwed up the system is you guys are just screwing it up more and more along the way that information on hunter's laptop should have came out you guys should he should be in jail right now but he's not he's got little girls on his laptop dressed in lingerie prancing around that's that's just just so disgusting and then all the freaking all the evidence on that laptop that's why they don't want you to see it that he should be in jail that man on all them people on that laptop so should joe biden so should that whole entire administration so should obama's administration every single one of y'all should be in jail but you're not right y'all put me in jail i got put in jail but y'all can't go to jail right because you you have so much privilege and so much power <laughs> no you really honestly you really you don't maybe in this world this might be yours but you know what the next we're gonna get you y'all shouldn't even be allowed to be walking the planet earth you need to be behind bars you're doing nothing but ruining people's lives is what that's what you're doing i mean there's no telling what happened to the chef uh, every people have come on man joe biden the way he is with children this is gonna be a long podcast it's upsetting i am not a violent person I've never hurt anybody in my life. I will never sexually ab abuse a child. That's so gross. Ew. And then uh, just completely like sell your country out for money. I mean, how can you even look at yourself and live with yourself? I don't know how this is going to go down. It just seems so, it just seems like you guys are making us, you're going to make us go to war. That's what it seems like. Why would Hamas go over into Israel and do that to those people? Those people have not done anything to them. They're over their mind in their own business. We all know how powerful Israel is. Why would you even do that to get them started? I mean, I'm, it's upsetting. The, the babies with their heads chopped out that's obsessed it's upsetting they just went in and they took some of those women they kidnapped them they i mean what are they doing and then now everybody's upset because israel just bombed the crap out of these people but no, no no it's okay that they came in they went and bombed them raped their women chopped their little babies heads off and that's okay though right you guys they they don't have to like get punished or anything for what they've done because they're hamas they're having a revolution that's what they think they're having he had to just go around and chop little babies heads off and think that's okay to do and that there's not going to be consequences to suffer over that it doesn't matter if israel did that to you guys i would be saying the same exact thing the problem is is that they won't do that because they don't have the heart to do that it's not in them to be like that and when you guys force that onto people that's that's your problem 
That's your fault. You did that. I've seen video footages of some of you people and the way you like hit yourself with knives and stuff and just you start bleeding everywhere. You you just you're just sick. There's something wrong with you. I would never ever ever do that to myself. I would never chop a little baby's head off. I would never go rape somebody. That's so just just come on, man. You guys are surrounded. Y'all y'all have you guys have Israel surrounded. It's a little tiny small nation and y'all are messing with those people. Why would you do that? That's God's people. You're God's people too, I think. But it's a different God you serve. And now with this, FBI, Mr. Chain, I mean, where's he at? Is he is he still like a special agent for the FBI? Like, where is he? What happened with that? Covering up a bunch of stuff that we really have every right to know. This is Joe Biden is supposedly the president of the United States. There's so much evidence in that laptop about how they turned on the, our country and sold us out to them. That's why he did that. Sad just so sad that this is it's coming down to this it's it's definitely a scary time that we live in especially being a woman and a child not even and these women some of these women are not allowed to have a gun at all don't even let them think to have one. Oh god forbid it's frustrating let's go back to, i'm going to go back to the article nobody who has ever been subpoenaed who requested agency counsel has ever been denied agency counsel a senior democratic aide familiar with congressional investigations told cnn months of negotiations here we go jordan has wanted to speak to chain for months as part of house republicans investigations of what they claim is government ordered censorship including allegations that Chain told Twitter to block users from sharing a 2020 New York Post story containing material from a laptop belonging to Hunter Biden. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why he did that. The DOJ and the Republican-led Judiciary Committee have been going back and forth for months over securing Chain's testimony. Chain was su supposed to appear voluntarily before the committee on September 15th. But when the panel found out Chain was planning to bring both his agency and personal counsel, the interview fell apart and the committee promptly issued a subpoena. Larry Berger, an attorney re representing Chain, says that his client has from the beginning requested that two attorneys be pre present during his interview a private attorney to rep represent his personal interests and an agency counsel to represent the interests of the Justice Department and the FBI. There is no reason in logic or law that allows the committee to refuse his personal choice, Berger told CNN. This is a decision without basis in law or rule. Berger has represented federal agents in dozens of interviews over the years with congressional committees and says Chain's request is standard and it has never been an issue for other witnesses in congressional investigations. Mr. Chain remains ready, willing, and able to show up on a voluntary basis to provide the information they want, Berger added. We respect the role of Congress, but they should be interfering with choice of counsel. Despite telling Chain not to show up for Thursday's disposition, the Justice Department stated in its October 3rd letter that it will still make Chain available to testify voluntarily with his agency and personal counsel present. In February, former Twitter executives acknowledged to lawmakers that the social media company aired when it temporarily suppressed a New York Post story regarding Hunter Biden's laptop in October of 2020, but the officials emphasized there was no government involvement in the decision. Yeah, right. A CNN investigation last year 
found no evidence that the FBI explicitly told Twitter to suppress the story. In fact, the opposite view emerged from the sworn testimony given by Chain and in interviews with CNN, half a dozen tech executives and senior staff, along with multiple federal officials familiar with the matter, all denied any such directive was given. In its October 3rd letter, DOJ argued that a congressional subpoena pertaining to a government employee's official duties cannot constitutionally be enforced without the presence of an agency counsel. In the letter, DOJ Assistant Attorney General Carlos Felipe Urete added that the underlining principles that inform the department's position are long-standing across administrations. Every other department employee who has appeared before the committee during this Congress has appeared with agency counsel. In his subpoena letter to Chains last month, Jordan contended, the Constitution affords the House the authority to determine its own rules and procedures. The committee argued that its interests in Chains deviates from agency interests and that having agency counsel could hinder the interview. We just need a whole new government. That's what we need. We need to get everybody out of there and start all over fresh. And we don't even need a big government. We just need some people to kind of like, we need some good, honest people. The committee has an information that suggests you were not fully candid in your sworn deposition in federal litigation, a, de a deposition during which you were re represented by de department counsel in a matter in which you face personal liability in a manner that departs from the FBI's and department's institutional interest, Jordan wrote in his subpoena letter. I'm going to go to break. I'm going to introduce my sponsor, which is ColossusHobbies.com. Um, they're working really hard over there to have somewhere for families to shop for their children, for themselves, for presents, whatever it may be that you're shopping for. But there's lots of stuff you can buy on there. Just take a look. It's ColossusHobbies.com. It is just, it is a business that's just starting and they can definitely use your support. Just a family, husband and wife and their kids. You can go check them out. ColossusHobbies.com. That's right. It's another word from our great sponsor, Colossus Hobbies and Gifts. And you can find them at ColossusHobbies.com, a growing online outlet, pro-American, pro-family, and pro-Make America Great Again. Colossus Hobbies is Fun Time Incorporated, most awesome emporium of gifts and hobbies and toys anywhere online. Playtime and excitement for all ages. Every balloon, yard bubble, hula hoop, laser gun, jump rope, and sports gear of all kinds. All at ColossusHobbies.com. All joy and laughing and playtime amusement at Colossus Hobbies and gifts. Need good gifts? Gift ideas or accoutrements for your favorite hobby? ColossusHobbies.com. ColossusHobbies.com. Play-Doh and Play Slime. Popper, Balls, and G.I. Joe at ColossusHobbies.com. PlayStation 5 and Games. Colossus is uh, growing and adding new surprises every day. Camping supplies and, as you can imagine, card games, magic tricks, and seasonal gifts, unique gift ideas of all kinds, puzzles, and many indescribable delights and joys at ColossusHobbies.com. Come support us here at A Real American View at ColossusHobbies.com. Colossus Hobbies and Gifts. ColossusHobbies.com. So I could just, I could go on and on and on. There's a lot of articles 
out there right now about the GOP and FBI are at odds as Republicans move to stop the agency's new headquarters after Trump probe. That's a headline. FBI targeting Trump supporters for domestic terrorism before election. That's a headline. Utah man killed by FBI joins a growing list of people willing to die for Trump. It just goes on and on and on. And I'll post every single one of these articles in, you know, in the, I'll post them up there for you, the links. So you can read them for yourselves. And the point is, is, is that if the Republicans went after the Democrats, the way the Democrats go after the Republicans, it would be outrageous. There would be Antifa would come out. Black Lives Matter would come out and start doing their thing, bullying everybody, getting in people's face, yelling in their face, spitting in their face, burning buildings down. If it was the other way around. If we confront it, which it needs to be confronted, because the Trump supporters are the American people. And we didn't go burn any, you know, buildings down and bully you guys. We haven't done that. We're doing it all the legal way through the Justice Department. But um, they've known about, the FBI's known about Hunter Biden's laptop since 2019 and still hasn't done anything to Hunter Biden. The FBI is obviously on the Democratic side. It's like they're their police force or something. I don't know. They're going to cover up everything these Democrats have been doing. Really just these, these people. Which there's really no covering it up because it's... The information is out there. It's been released. We're reading article after article over all this craziness that's going on. I mean, look at what happened over in Waco. There are FBI headquarters everywhere. And I mean... They're just everywhere, and I don't know why. Why do we need the FBI? For what reason? We're we're sitting here funding this. We don't need it. They're not doing anything for us. They're making everything worse for our country. The traitors, killers, bullies. It's not right. If you commit a crime, you're supposed to, you know, get arrested for it like everybody else. Go to jail. Go on trial. You get bonded out because you got enough money to bond out. Go for it. But you still got to go to court and go through all of that and then get your sentence like everybody else. It's not working that way. And they just seem to be able to get away with more and more as time goes on. And nobody's doing anything about it. Not one person. They're letting all these people in the country. We have no idea who they are. They're taking care of those people before they're taking care of the people that actually live in our country. Anyways, everybody, that's all I have for this episode. And I'll be back. I don't know when. I lead a very busy life. But I will be back. And I hope you all have a wonderful day and God bless. This is the real American view.